Ladies and gentlemen, coming from the lobby of the Chase Park Plaza Hotel, it's Whale well Certified. Talking with my co-host slash uh, colleague, friend, Chris Janino. What's going on? Yeah. So he's on the board, and this guy, he's, he doesn't know, but he's uh, like a technician. He's, he's well-certified uh, technician in, uh, at work, you know, at, uh, intern. But we wanted to have a little something because uh, it, it goes to the thing, you got to you got to use it or you're going to lose it. And uh, so we we have a little bit of a, a deal going is that, uh, you know, we meet. At, Chris has a uh, a podcast of his own, uh, Pinnacle Real Estate. And correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but uh, that's what you do. And you have them. Uh, they go to your website. And I guess they get on that and see it. You talk about real estate yeah yep we talk about uh all different sorts of things but it is um it is centered around real estate typically yes yeah. so he was so gracious talking to get me the right type of equipment doing this doing that and uh what happened was because i don't have my own stuff today he was doing a podcast. Uh, I, I said, hey, man, when you want to impress somebody, bring them to the chase, all right? If you're going to have a wedding reception, have it at the chase, all right? And so I said, hey, man, I'll meet you at the chase. And he wow, yes. And, he, and so he's going to have a meeting after this podcast to have a podcast at the lobby of the chase. You know, uh, and where I'm coming from, from Chris, I don't know if it was you were still in diapers, but wrestling at the chase. <laughs> that was big. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, I, I used to watch it, and then I helped set up the ring several times as being a stagehand. But the uh, Chase Park Plaza was the place uh, baseball uh, teams used to be here and they used to have the flags out of all the teams and then right next door is that uh, the entrance is right down the hall is to the Chase Park Plaza Apartments mm -hmm. now I want you to know that I know that you know if this podcast goes crazy baby I'm going to get a room there and we're going <laughs> to that's going to be our studio all right that was his first one, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's got the, he's got the rhythm. But uh, we wanted to, and I can't help but to say, listen, at places you go, you can tell by the restrooms. This is unbelievable restrooms that they have here at the Chase Park Plaza. And that leads into them. 
Chris, is that the situation of when you're looking for a team, when you're looking for a team, when you're looking for a school to go to, you got to have standards. And the higher the standard, the better it's going to be. And when you, your dreams are not scary type of things or you know you got to do some work, they're not good dreams. Have you found that to be true on the pitch and off the pitch in your business? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Ebbs and flows and ups and downs and figuring out ways to to stay motivated. Um, it seems like, you know, when it comes to soccer or business, you have, it seems like the, one of the keys to, um, you could call it happiness or you could call it, um, you call it success, but it seems like is, is progress because even when, once you, once you hit your goal, um, it's only satisfied, it only satisfies you for so long. It seems like as long as you're making progress in a certain direction, that's where you, um, that's, that instills a sense of worth, a sense of just happiness or successfulness, but, um, pursuit towards a worthy ideal has been a definition of happiness that I've heard before. But, but yeah, I, I think you just need to, um, you know, we all get in those, we all get in those spots where you get in a rut and, or you don't feel like doing anything. And then all of a sudden you don't feel like doing anything the next day and months go by. And then all of a sudden you got to revigorate yourself somehow, you come up with something and you don't have to be perfect at it. You just need to start. And then if you do it again the next day and the next day, but but yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I mean, I've done it over and over in sports and in business and where you have ups and downs and, but, but once you, once you do a couple of things, a few days in a row, you have momentum, you can see results. And then, and then as long as you know where you're going, um, you can get there depending on, you know, it could be fast, could be slow, but you'll get there as long as you're going in that direction. Well said, bro. Well said. And, uh, you know, I think of soccer what, 24, 16 hours a day. I'm on it, you know. I'm getting, you know, and I, I haven't dreamt it yet, but uh, you know, but the uh, idea of of looking around, seeing this, they had a and I know, 66. You keep learning, baby. Is that they had a picture of a bison, and the bison. The only animal that goes to where the storm is coming from. Hmm. And that's how they have to get out of the storm. Because <laughs> if they go the other way, they're going to keep on. <laughs> but if they go into it, eventually he's going to stop. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and being headlong into something, you know, to say the progress of it, you don't, you know, Okay, the destination isn't the it's mm -hmm. the, the process it's the journey and uh, Vince Drake the other day says and Coach Mingler and all of them it's not what you do it's who you are it's not what you know the, the benefits of everything it's not you know who you are it's not, it's not what you are mm -hmm. it's who you are 100% and and who you were uh, yesterday has nothing to do with who you are today. Boom, boom. 
I mean, you you know, you can. How quick does it take to change? You could change instantly. So, it doesn't matter what other people say. Uh, like, oh, you never do that, or that's not you. Nobody knows who you are except you. So, if mm. you decide to do something, you do it. You don't have to. There's always going to be naysayers. Oh, you can't do this, can't yeah. do that. And then you're gonna yeah. have some people who are like, "That's awesome that you're doing that." Those are the people you want to hang around. Yeah. You know, so. And and then on the pitch, it's a sport which has had more failure in it than successes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like it's not how many times you get knocked down; it's how many times you get up. And in that little field, okay, that ball didn't come to you. you it went through your hands or you didn't settle it. Well, it's, it's going to happen again, man. Prepare yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't, you ain't going to be nothing there. Keep going, you know, and you're going to uh, – it, it, uh, this was why I'm still hanging around you because you had injuries – that kept you from doing what you wanted to do. And yet, you moved on to Columbia, and you became the damn captain. And a, and a team that's in the Hall of Fame, one of two. Now, to me, at the Chase Park Plaza, that is a story that we need to hear. <laughs> the guy's the natural at this, I say, you know. But a couple, maybe a couple of days with the whale, you get that all. It you, just you, it uh, rubs uh, off on you. All right then. Yeah. So, Chris, I I really do believe that there's a story there that the masses need to hear. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, it. You know, I I think, and it, you know, this is just it's. You know, this is not um, Division One soccer. It's not a. It's it just depends. It, it doesn't have to be even a sport. It's really just about. Um, really, you're you're alive. You have no choice. So you gotta push forward. But the thing is, uh, and it's hard. You watch your kid who's hurt, not be able to do what they love, and you gotta sit there and, and they have to watch everybody else do it. Those are hard. But it seems like every single person's gonna go through that at some point. It's just part of part of. Uh, part of sports part of life in general and you could look at it one of two ways i got a guy um on my basketball team because just the cyc team too that he broke his arm went right into the wall uh, about a month ago i mean his arm was demolished mm. it was not good instantly you knew it was broke and uh, he got it taken care of and got surgery and stuff like that well he still comes out to practice every every practice we have wow. and just works with his left hand the whole time, left-handed dribbling, left-handed shots. Um, he'll be back in a couple weeks. And when he does, I mean, he's, he's going to be a better player. <laughs> Same thing with me when I broke my right leg twice, I broke it twice. The, uh, my left leg became my better leg after that. I mean, wow. so then you got new weapons. You got to look at things a certain way, but I mean, it's, uh, and then when you get there, you know, when I walked into, when I went into Columbia as a freshman, um, it was, uh, luckily, everything healed up right. And I never had any injuries after that. But, um, you know, you look at the the team and everybody's big and strong and 
and it was good. And uh, like, man, how am I ever going to get on the field here? Like, that's, you know, these thoughts are across your mind. So in my, my freshman year, I played in, I played in maybe 11 games, started a couple, um, and just like, I don't know how, you know, it just doesn't, everything seems so far away. But then all of a sudden, sophomore year, um, you get opportunities. You always get opportunities in business and in sports and in everything else in life. And, and uh, a lot of the fear gets taken away if you're prepared. Same thing with the podcast or same thing with the test or same thing with anything else. If you're prepared, it takes all the fear away, and then you're more excited to do it. So came in with a whole different mentality my sophomore year, and then, um, then you earn a spot, and then you, you, you get an opportunity, and then you just take it. And then, like you said, next thing you know, you're captain of the team. When before I only played half, played in half the games, not started, played in. So it's amazing how uh, you can mature or you can take action. If you take action in sports, it's hard to hide it. Like you, you can see, you feel stronger if you do things. It doesn't take very long. So yeah, it was it was a. Uh, Lots of ups and downs, but yeah, during the period where the injuries took place, I mean, that was, I mean, you know, at the time it seems so heavy, but um, this too shall pass, and if you focus on what you want to come out of it, then, I mean, it's a cliche, but um, whatever doesn't kill you does make you stronger, as long as you have the right outlook, and it's not easy to do, not like I always did, but ultimately in the end i did and and uh, i think most people do man thanks for letting me hang out with you bro oh get out of here <laughs> boom, boom. bringing me down to the chase park <laughs> plaza this place is this place is nice I, we all had some good times here i think oh yeah man yeah 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 when, when i was a kid uh, driving by here i say someday <laughs> someday baby you know because that's that was the place. Well, as a stagehand, you've 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 been to a lot of, you've seen a lot of things. Been to a lot of really cool places, I'm sure. Absolutely, and that speaks of the 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 Coruscant room. You know, that was a big ballroom, and uh, they had a lot of shows in there, and uh, a, like business meetings, award meetings, and so mm -hmm. forth. And uh, I've done a lot of work at the Coruscant room. You know. The little cubby hose up top, you know, very few people know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that that's a, that could be a, a podcast of the whale. I'll, I'm trying to get uh, the open stage of uh, the Fox Theater. A buddy of mine's working in on it uh, to be able to, because I was there as a, uh, a young man for movies. I went there is watch movies and the last uh movie uh, they had was uh, a bruce lee movie mm -hmm. you know, kung fu fighting yeah 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 and everybody we were dancing in <laughs> you know uh, uh, 50 70 people up there dancing doing the kung fu moves mm -hmm. and uh th they also have a great uh, restroom you know big you know ornate so anyway then they closed down and they uh, had a, a little shot of uh, escape from New York there 
And then that whole area came up, and they redid it as a Broadway musical uh, a venue for uh, a roadhouse for touring groups, rock and roll, country, anything, soul, and, uh, and, and live musicals. And I worked on the first one that they reopened the Fox with little Mickey Rooney and Ann Miller, you know. Uh, I, I'm a dead man walking for the life of me. I can't remember it. <laughs> Great. That was good. You know, you always got to have your finger on the trigger a little bit. Boom, boom, bam, baby. Get it. So that was great timing. But that's the whole thing of this, of this, uh, this place, this corner. And down the road on uh, Washington, Grand and Washington, they call it the intersection between art and religion. Because there's a theater on one corner and a church on the other corner. And that intersection of sports and life, of, hey man, you're there. Stay on that corner, bro. You know, don't give it up. If you love it, you know, because, I mean, my gosh, you, you've been a married man for a while. And so you can't, you know, so that's a, a, a great thing of being there in that uh, Kings Highway in Lindo, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, that this is the place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the intersection with sports and life and, and the, the correlations that can be made are, it's just, sometimes people ask that question and it's, it's just, it's almost, it's every single aspect of, of life or business and sports and however you want to think of it. But I mean, you could, you could, um, you know, first of all, the preparation, if you prepare, you're going to get results, maybe not immediately, but in in sports and in business eventually an opportunity does present itself and if you're well prepared then those two intersections cross and then you're able to capitalize on it but uh, if you're like ah nothing ever goes my way and and you're not you stop preparing then then all of a sudden the opportunity presents itself and you're like oh shit i'm not prepared mm -hmm. so i mean those and taking risks you got to take a risk in business well you got to take risks in life you got to take risks on the soccer field and and uh, if it works out, everybody's like, great job. If it doesn't work out, people are like, what the hell are you doing? But, um, but no matter what, you learn from it, and then you try it again. Uh, you know, it's, it's the, who just said it recently but made a lot of sense about, um, maybe it was, uh, maybe it was the Katie Shields, but about, you know, you can make mistakes, um, but you got to make new mistakes. You can't make the same old mistakes. You nice. got to make new mistakes, and then you're growing, and uh, and and then you know you you. So every every aspect of sports, the the risk, the being prepared, the the you lost everything. You can't even walk now, and then all of a sudden uh, you build yourself back up, or um, you lost. You know the industries change constantly. Um, Laws change, regulations change, guidelines change, and you have to be agile and be able to adapt with each situation. So sports, the greatest teacher of all, 
and uh, and also it's one of those things where it allows you to be in the moment. You're not thinking about anything else. You're you're in the moment when you're playing sports. If you're thinking about something else, you're probably not playing effectively. But normally it doesn't allow you to. You you can only think about what's going on at that moment. So a lot to be said about about the correlation between the two. And I think. Uh, you know, and that could be at any level of sport. You know, if they'd be playing at the highest level, it's, it's any level, you know. Well said. The brother walks in. It comes with a presence. Yeah, Pedro. Pedro uh, was meeting up with him later. He got here. Uh, <laughs> of course, he's early to prepare, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. I'm just drafting notes now. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. But, uh. That's that's a lesson, man. So here we are uh, about the, being the goal player, a.k.a. the goalkeeper. It's mm-hmm. not your grandfather's position, all right? It's You're the 11th player. And that means to me of saying, hey, I don't want to play goal. I don't want to play goal. Get Bobby. Bobby, you know, has had trouble doing something, you know. And that's not the deal anymore. It would seem to me, pal, if if it came to down for the team, you would say, "Get me in there, coach." Oh yeah, yeah. Is it you can play goal because you're the eleventh player. You're playing it. You're playing the position, so you're making the hardest save you ever made was the one you didn't have to make because you were in the correct position. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, let that marinate for a second. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. And so now that's that's the deal, man. It, it has changed. And if you have trouble... Uh, you know, wanting to dive and stuff. The some of the greatest goalkeepers in the world hardly ever dove in their life because they were in the correct position where the angles hit. They didn't have to. You, you know, and and that is the the whole deal. And it would seem like I don't know if this is a lot or something, but in real estate, it seems you have that opportunity you use the state of the art to get the deal closed to, to close the deal abc always be closing and that it was always uh, in soccer it was angles balance and communication hmm. so here i go i meet up with a real estate guy i said hey is this a lot because the story goes is that you bring business into your uh, play soccer and soccer into your work it's uh, all the professionals that we had uh, on the podcast so far have uh, all stated that and even your brother that has only met me a couple times a little confused by the whole situation he brings he's got a lot of the the normal look i have my bad okay (laughs) he can't figure out i mean he he brings he brings a lot to the table uh, every time yes he does yes he's 
you know. You know what else? I mean, the thing you kind of said, like, about, you know, diving and stuff, you can carry that over into anything in life. Like, when you're scrambling, when things are hectic, that kind of means you... It doesn't always mean, but it often means you haven't, like... You haven't created enough balance. You haven't done enough communication. Um, you haven't taken the right angles. And so, like, whether you're scrambling on in the in the 18-yard area or you're, you're scrambling, you know, on a, a loan or whatever, or you're scrambling to get in the game, that maybe maybe there's things you could have done in advance, you know? And, and there's always another game, mm. whether it's on the field or somewhere else. But, you know, Bill Lally... A uh, good friend, brother-in-law, business partner. Yeah. He would always say, you are currently living what will soon be called the good old days. So no matter how old you are, at some point, you're going to look back and say, remember that one time we were at the Chase Park Plaza with <laughs> yeah, Wales? Yeah, baby. Uh, that no was sweet. Question, then. I'll say that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so man. Oh, a gift yeah 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 it is and you know i mean i used to hitchhike to cbc of course down king's highway uh, up king's highway this time but take king's highway up and used to go in the neighborhood and then you hit highway 70 and you go across and you see the public, the old public school stadium, where they used to have soccer and hmm. the circuses. Rexall Drugstore down the way, hmm. and then you mm-hmm. go to old McBride High School, oh, wow. the Sacrament, and the Wool Center, and then the old uh, Famous and Bar, and then you come down some more, and you come south some more, and then, oh. I'm in the West End, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all the great houses and stuff. And then right at the Chase Park Plaza, you're at the at the, the corner, mm-hmm. right? The intersection we were talking about. And you got to make a right. You got to make a right to go down Lindo and all the mansions down Lindo mm-hmm. Avenue to Washington University up through there to go over to CBC 1601 Clayton Road, baby. Mm. Yeah, but but you, on the way there, you had to pass by mm. Carl's Deli. Oh, yeah. And St. Mary's Hospital, and then CBC. So you never made it to CBC, in other words. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh, man. It hits you know, hard. What you just said there, I mean, that little, that little litany of... Uh, landmarks that you yeah. just identified. You, it's good that this is being recorded because there ain't a lot of people right now that can just rattle that shit off, you know, so smoothly like you just did. Like that stuff needs to be recorded because op- those places aren't even around. But yeah, you just man. you just drew a map, you know. It's oh, sure spectacular, did. man. Thank you. The uh, the way of uh, Keynes Highway was one of the sit uh, the s- streets of the city. The city of the street, or you know, that is that Keynes Highway, man, went from the whole length of of uh, what's we call it of the city limits. Yeah. I live on South Keynes Highway now. Mm. I've lived. I'm 66. 
born underneath the uh, deal of uh, St. Kevin. And if you believe in Ouija boards. Uh, of course. As we do. Yes. <laughs> Jim and I. <laughs> and I. I started from North Kings Highway and worked my way all the way down the, uh, what's it called, South Kings Highway. <laughs> then I do the intersection, but they run parallel, mm. is uh, Grand Avenue. Started from East Grand to North Grand, down on South Grand. What now, time did you get up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Holy but, smokes. But that's the, the beauty <laughs> yeah. of it is that you guys all know when you're not the same type of guys when you first started in the real estate business. Am I telling a lot here or what? <laughs> we, no, we ain't the A lot same. of changes. A lot no. of changes. I mean, we've time. been through some, you know, like everybody else in business. I mean, you go through some massive overhaul changes massive so uh you know it's just, stronger for it you know yeah <laughs> exactly at some point you're just you're you're like well we can adapt whatever happens you just adapt yeah 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 the, the darwin was thinking about us when he came up with that theory he came up with man <laughs> oh it, i'm on the other end of being in show business and sh show business it's changed immensely, but it's it's relatively the same, you know. Uh, you gotta put your almost like your life into it. Yeah. You know, uh, there's the work uh, is because of hours. <laughs> and so, if you don't work, you don't get hours. Yeah. You know that, and and then you have to say. Is this worth it? Huh. Am I, do right. I like, and when you get bit, I don't know about real estate, but if you get bitten by the showbiz bug, it's worth it. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm now in retirement because of what men and women have gone and did before me that allows me to make that choice. <laughs> That was the wrong button. It's <laughs> still appropriate. Uh, uh, you probably don't even know what the real whales is at this point. Yeah. <laughs> throw everybody for a loop. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful, baby. That's beautiful. All right. He then. looks in the mirror. He doesn't even recognize who it is. Looking back at him. But, uh, so that takes me to the uh, <laughs> almost wrapping up, but the deal is that down here you got the park, mm. and then on the other side of the park is your UI. Amen, brother. Amen. That's Finally. Finally, <laughs> Pete makes it in. Well, you know, better late than never, for sure. Yeah, baby. You can't get away without mentioning the UI. No. Not when you're on King's Highway. No. No, oh, no, 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 not at all. That's where legends are created right there. <laughs> so yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> and I we'll have to edit this later. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it was always they had the aviation field over there. Mm. They used to they used to walk across Oakland, and then you didn't see them. 
Yeah, we walked under that tunnel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they walk under. I was sideways. exhausted by the time I got to practice. For boom, sure. boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was, you know, the first big fields. Like, I guess you go to soccer tournaments and the, where they have six games going on and something. Well, back in the day, that's what they had over Aviation Field. Now they got the, the ball diamonds there. Mm -hmm. But that used to always be soccer. And then you would have on the uh, on the other side of the park was the uh, the jewel box. Mm -hmm. And they had fields there. And I played with the ponds, the lily ponds. Mm. Okay. That was messy, I bet. Oh, it was like <laughs> hitters, getters, <laughs> you know. And Bring your waiters, yeah. Yeah, and you would have to get it with a stick. <laughs> but I'd mention that because on that field, I used to look up and you see the Chase Park Plaza. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, and mm. you say, man, yeah. someday, did you ever... Think of that, Pete, when yep. you were at SLU, uh, UI. Yeah, what a gem this is. I, I remember looking over, seeing that for sure. I mean, when you're at Forest Park, you know, you're surrounded by some of these great features of St. Louis, no question, this being this being a high among them, for sure, you know? Right. I mean, this place is... I was, I've here twice in the last two weeks, and... Uh, oh, great. Under, you know, underused. Holy smokes. Beautiful place. Yeah. A, a buddy of mine... Uh, had three daughters. Each of them had their we wedding reception up here. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, man. They, uh, you know, done a lot of good stuff, making, providing, like, they got rentals here that you can buy a place here. They got high-end restaurants, meeting spots, shoot, yeah, receptions, any kind of... You want to have a nice gathering in, in the city of St. Louis. I don't know a better place than this. There you go, Pete. Don't know a better place. You know, it's, it's active right here. What what are we at? We're Thursday morning. It's yeah. There's, there's things know. going on here. And you know, in the old days, I would say I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. But now with the with the headset and the microphone, <laughs> hey, who's that celebrity? <laughs> well, you got that sign on your back. It's giving it away. Man. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, yeah people don't think anything of it these days. You got a microphone on, a headset. It's just like they assume you're important and they stay away. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. But I, I found that uh, that I go to the restaurants and uh, and ask at coffee shops and it's, hey, is it all right to do? But yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's not a now. It's just. Nobody looks at you cockeyed, you know. This, yeah. Like, yeah, that's normal. So, yeah. and then the equipment, so, so, uh, minute, you know, it's tiny. It's you carry right. it in a briefcase. It's not like we're setting up tripods and stuff, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I could, I could, I could use a little better lighting for, you know, but that's why I'm behind a microphone, not behind a camera. Boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, <ooh>. so. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for that Groucho Marx, uh, you know, mustache uh, and those glasses. Yes, you know. that's what I need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't pay no attention to yeah. that. I got a, I got a face for a microphone. That's oh, for sure. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I, my voice ain't gonna get no better. You know what I mean? Hey, you, you, that voice, you wrap that voice up. I'll take it when you're gone. <laughs> 
So wrapping up the guy, my technician, uh, he had to take a bath for a break or <laughs> he, something. He loves the showers here, so I think he's in the showers. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is going to look for somebody, actually. Okay. So, Pete, are you into uh, uh, soccer at all, coaching uh, wise, I'm 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 mostly on the refing side. Yes, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So just uh, you know, refing all age groups and uh, get got my feet wet in college this uh, this past fall, which was spectacular, and you know, learning every time. So I love I love that aspect of the game, and I got kids that play. So on the refing side, man, you just see a whole different perspective. Of course, you know, I was the yeah. guy yelling. I ain't yelling at anybody anymore. Yeah, baby. <laughs> And and let me ask you, you know, Deep, what about the goalkeeper? Are you more apt, and your uh, fellas, uh, men and women, are more apt to give a little bit more protection to the goalkeeper, goal player, than you are uh, the other ten? I think you have to be mindful of the situation. Is you know, particularly if you've. You, you got to know if there's a backup keeper available, if there was something malicious involved. You know, if it's if he doesn't have an opportunity to make the save, the offensive players, you know, pushing him and getting into space. Yeah, I think I think I, I look at that a whole different way now. The corner kicks, you know, in particular, there's a lot of activity in that six-yard area, and so yeah. I'm I'm not looking at the kicker. You know, I'm definitely seeing what's going on and, and and like let's get back to the abcs i mean i got to get that communication before before the kicks even made just say hey i got my eye on you you know number 10 give that keeper a space and you know the keeper they're, they're crazy you know that they're crazy oh, so get going. If, if they ain't gonna protect themselves so we gotta try to protect them you know boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and, uh, and the other uh deal about the goalkeeper is that Several goalkeepers said, I didn't follow the guy. I said, and I even said it to myself. I told the guy, I didn't follow. They said, you, you tried to assault the guy. <laughs> that's not a foul. That's yeah. an assault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saying, oh, my God, man. I was going for the ball. I got all ball. You think, oh, my God. And so th- that's the whole thing of, of having that art and science. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to wrap up and you know i gotta get your insights both the years but i'm gonna leave it with this with me is that the art and science of soccer especially the position of goal player is it, it is and you can't deny it you you, you got to go and I don't know if this is a lot or not, but in real estate, is there, you know, that that intersection, art and science, is there an art and science of your business? Yeah, for sure. And I, I'll, I'll just give my brother a plug on this one. You know, I'm, I come from a legal background to this industry, and so, you know, there's, there's, you could say there's a little more science than art in that, although... As I got into this and I, I watched Chris operate and, you know, the way he communicates and deals with his clients, I learned I learned that the art aspect is is really tremendously important, not only in, 
in uh, this business, the real estate business, but I've, I've adopted it for my legal business. I think art is is perhaps more important than the science. The science anyone can do if they have the right tools and the, and the, the right diligence and the right research. The art, not everyone's capable of or willing to, to attack. Wow, bro. Okay. I got my technician. He's giving me the wrap around. I mean, that was a good. That was a good wrap up. I thought. Yeah, and me too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, from coming from the Chase Park Plaza Hotel, that's well certified. <laughs>